0: This episode is brought to you by Storyblocks, a video production company reimagining stock media. Hey everyone, welcome to The Creator Hub. My name is Lloyd. I'm so happy that you are here. Um, if you listened to last week's episode, then you know I am moving to LA. And so this week I'm in full moving mode, literally in my office has nothing in it uh literally not even like a carpet so if this episode sounds a bit off or the sound is a bit weird it's because my my room isn't soundproofed uh, as it normally is but i'm so happy you're here thank you for being here the creator hub is the number one place for creators to learn connect learn news resources tips connect with one another so I'm so glad you're here. Today, I'm gonna be sharing an episode that originally released uh, last year uh, with my friend Brandon, who is a YouTuber, Instagrammer, and content creator and entrepreneur. He is one of the content creators that I look to for inspiration. I mean, he has a business, a brand called Black Man's Beard. He also has a uh, a grooming line called Evan Alexander. Um, He's been able to grow his business to over a million dollars per year using Instagram and YouTube. And so I talked to him about how he was able to do this and advice that he has for creators that are starting their journey as entrepreneurs. I really appreciate you being here. And with that, let's dive in 122,000 subscribers on YouTube. And maybe you thought that was a fluke. So I popped over to IG where he has 73,000 followers. And just to, just to triple check, I also checked on TikTok where he has 99,000 followers. Ladies and gentlemen, he knows something about creating content. He's the owner of the channel Black Men's Beard. He's also the co-founder of a grooming company called Evan Alexander. Please help me welcome Brandon Martell. How are you today, brother? Oh, man, I am amazing. Thank you for having me, Lloyd. Thank you. Absolutely. Great intro. I I appreciate it. Um, So, you know, I want to talk about a few different things. I know you're an entrepreneur. I know you've had a few different businesses, um, but you're also one of the best content creators that I know. And so I want to start by just giving the audience an idea of who you are before we really dive into your journey as a content creator. If you're at an event and someone says, Brandon, what do you do? Like, how do you answer that question?
1: And that's a really great, it depends on where I'm at. You know, if I'm uh, if I'm at an entrepreneurial event, then I'm an entrepreneur, and uh, I, I have I put that hat on. If I'm at a a place where it's a bunch of creatives, influencers, things of that nature, then I will put that hat on. Um, so it depends on where where you know it really depends on where I am. Yeah, um, and then I would lead with you know, if it's an influence, you know, if I'm creative, I'm I'm leading creative. If it's, if it's entrepreneurship business, I'm leading with that. So it really depends on where I'm at at that particular time.
0: Yeah. I I love that. You know um, I feel like part of how I was first introduced to you was via like YouTube. It was kind of like, Oh snap, this guy's like, his videos are really, really dope. And And I think I subscribed. And at the time, Like this is when YouTube was still kind of early and I think people were still trying to figure it out. But it was like, Mm -hmm. dang, this guy's like really consistent. He like he kind of has like his style figured out or whatever. Mm -hmm. How did you first get into like the business of like creating content? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, uh, it's funny because I had up until that point, I tried to create. I was trying to figure out my thing. Um, up until that point on the on the entrepreneurial side and on the creative side but I knew those two worlds would go go hand in hand uh, I had a, a company uh, well I was a co-founder of a company called Focus with me uh, and a, a great uh, a really really great friend of mine. that we had been friends for over 20 years I uh, really like a brother and uh, we had started this company called Focus. And we would go around to we had these different um, programs, these health and wellness programs for uh, people who are uh, were in these uh, drug rehabilitation, alcohol re- rehabilitation centers. Mm-hmm. And so we would create these health and wellness programs um, just to help them, um, you know, boost their confidence, you know, start to form new habits uh, and things of that nature. And so Along with that, we also was creating uh, what we what we call a new uh, 67, where we would take you through 67 steps on how, and how to to be your your best your best and greatest self through health and wellness. So we were creating content on that, uh, you know, um, e-books, things yeah. of that nature as well. Off, off top of that, um, and then also I would I would do um, a lot of like motivational um, type of video, you know, videos and 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 so forth. So. Uh, I was, you know, creating content, trying to figure my way um, through this particular uh, this this particular space. And it wasn't until uh, it came down to the beard, you know, Um, and that and I it wasn't a so much a conscious thing like, oh, I'm about to go do beards. You know, it wasn't so much that it was more so what people were already um, inquiring about you know, something that I really wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't specialize in beard care. I didn't know anything too much. I didn't know too much about it. Hey, hey, i was trying to figure out my situation (laughs) at the same time. I'm like, I'm in the same boat where you all are. I'm here too. So I uh, took it upon myself to figure it out through trial and error. And it went from people. I just knew around the city. I was in LA at the time. Oh, what are you doing? Oh yeah. Try this. You know, it's just it's just like anybody will call you Lord. Hey man, I, I, I just need your, your opinion. You would just give your opinion or, you know, you'll help them out, but that was, that would be it. And you'll be moving on. Right.
0: Yeah. But,
1: but this became a thing where it became one person after another. And I started I'm like, okay, I need to actually create a YouTube channel because 10 people started to turn into 20. I started seeing it uh, multiply right. very rapidly. Um, and I, I'm like, I don't have that type of time to talk to, um, that many people i wasn't you know i wasn't invited to a ted talk <laughs> so i couldn't get my ted talk on at that particular time nor was i um, in a space to do uh, but i was in a space to create content and youtube was the best place to uh, create that content because it's shareable it's a place yeah. that people are and you're able to create a community from that so my whole idea was just hey get this content share with everybody if it helps you great you know, and that—that's what this is all about. Uh, hopefully, this is a—a a, a guide uh, to help you navigate the beer journey. And right. that was just it. And I was—I was, was going to leave it like that, but it didn't just end there. It turned into uh, an entrepreneur, a, 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 a opportunity to create a business um, for my—you know—for myself, and also create value, more value for the community as well. In addition to that. Um, but we can get into that, you know, deeper into that because uh, that that's a whole of story. But that was kind of my introduction into being a content
0: um, creator. Yeah, yo, I love that man. So like, it's like all these people are asking you. So naturally, it's like a no brainer. Like, yo, twenty people are asking me. I can't talk to twenty people, but one video can address twenty people. Mm-hmm. Um, walk like, what was your experience going from like, yo, I have the information. Like, if these people are asking me, like, I know something to saying like, yo, I'm online, I'm creating content and I'm confident in my ability to create content. What was like, did you, was it ever a struggle that like, yo, I'm going to be in front of a camera talking to people? What was like your experience initially?
1: Man, you know, you, you definitely, it's practice, right? Being in front of a camera and you're talking to the camera. It's a, it it, it isn't interesting when you're initially doing it it is interesting because typically we're talking to each other but you're a human i'm a human and we you know you're nodding i'm nodding so that helps carry to carry the conversation it's like okay i'm you know am i am i going in the right direction with this conversation or maybe i'm not or did i say something that may have offended, you know like you can get feedback but when you're in a camera there's no feedback it's just you (laughs) right right uh, and so um, that is very that, that is a uh, it does take time to get over to get comfortable with being in front of a camera uh putting yourself in a place where y- you are imagining you're actually talking to like physically your people are there yeah uh, and that that was a trick that that really helped me to um, um, really get used to being in front of a camera when actually
0: nobody really was't wasn't there in real life hey i hope you're enjoying this episode we're gonna take a quick break but we'll be right back i've been creating content now for a little over a year during that time i've learned a lot about the types of videos that perform well one thing is for certain you need to make your videos as engaging as possible and i have a very easy and cost-efficient way to make that happen i'd like to introduce you to my latest sponsor storyblocks Storyblocks is a video production platform that reimagines stock media to support a rapid video creation with a truly unlimited model and easy-to-use tools that help you exceed your business goals by using video. There are really three big reasons why I think you should check out Storyblocks. With the exception of my video editor, Shane, none of us listening are professional video editors. Storyblocks provides thousands of professional pre-made motion graphics. Storyblocks has a plugin that allows you to bring the entire Storybook library into Premiere Pro and After Effects. Now, my lawyer said I couldn't say their name, but I recently worked with and I got charged a million different fees, which is why I love that Storyblocks has predictable subscriptions. Other sites operate using paperclip pricing. Storyblocks is one of the only tools that gives you monthly or annual plans with no hidden fees. I think Storyblocks could help you level up as a creator, which is the reason I decided to partner with them. Make sure you go to storyblocks.com slash creatorhub. That's S-T-O-R-Y-B-L-O-C-K-S dot com slash C-R-E-A-T-O-R-H-U-B. You can also find the link in the show notes. Yo, welcome back let's get back into it bro that that's spot on man that that it's funny that you say that like sometimes i forget that like you're talking to like real like there's like humans on the other side mm-hmm. um and to think about it that way and just think like like yo, know, if you're talking to one person they're nodding their head they're doing all of those things it it really if you envision like you're just talking to one person that even just that alone does make mm-hmm. it a little easier to to digest you know like From the time you've started your content to just where you are now is insane. And we'll talk about like your your business success in just a moment. But like, do do you view creating content? And, And before you even had like a successful business, I'd even say like you were a successful like content creator. Like you were doing really well on YouTube before like Evan Alexander really popped off like that. Do you view creating content as like a skill or is it, do you view it as like a talent? Do you feel like there are some people that are just like naturally born content creators? Do you feel like most of it is just kind of like, you're just saying practice. How do you, how do you view creating content?
1: That's a great question. Um, You know, uh, uh, a content creator is no different than, than a Drake and a Dale. Mm-hmm. There's really no, you're no different. You're pretty much the same. And so what makes those individuals skill? you know, of course, there's, there's, there's a business involved in that, but if you just, you know, if you really kind of break it down, there's a lot of artists in the world, a lot of artists and, but however, you only know so many, yeah. you know, uh, so in a the cream kind of r- rise to the, you know, to the top, it, it sort to of So there is a, a degree of skill that you develop over time, the art, you know, of speaking, you know, uh, public speaking, right? There's a, there, there's a skill there connecting, being able to tell stories. Uh, You have to understand uh, that, you know, knowing, knowing the nuance of Mm -hmm. how to position things and say things in a certain manner, uh, especially in the things that I do, I have to be very cognizant about what I say and how I say it. um, Because, you know, you're dealing with, Uh, ingredients you're dealing with products and you're more importantly you're dealing with people who are actually using these these products so you have to be very cognizant of that Um, so that is a skill within itself you have to work on um, over time you know that that particular art and then you also have the talent like there is there's some people who are just talented they get in front it doesn't matter if they're in front of a camera if they're the physically in front of people, they just you you just know they just have a talent to entertain. Right. You have I think there's a there is a, a talent of entertainment, uh, and if you have that talent, it definitely um, talent plus the hard work plus that the um, the skill set, then mm. absolutely you're like you're you're, you're out of here for, as a creator. So yeah. you you I think that both play a part, but if you but that doesn't necessarily mean that a person. Who is skilled? A person who's skilled can definitely be up there with people who are skilled and talented. But the people who are talented just has a little bit sparkle. It's like an extra yeah. spark to them that makes it that it's like mm, there's something about them that 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 I gravitate uh, towards them yeah. a little bit more. But um, definitely skill and talent plays a huge part
0: in this. Yeah, yo, it's crazy to hear you even break it down like that. It just kind of it's just so much intentionality and there's so many nuances that go into creating content. I used to think at first that it's just like, yo, someone got lucky they went viral and their, you know, yeah. their thing popped, but all the, like the successful creators I talk to, like they understand the science and the nuance behind it and, and breaking down like, yo, these are my strengths. These are my weaknesses. This is what I have. This is what I need to improve. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's great to hear it broken down that way. I think a lot of people look at you in your position and feel like, yo, I want to get to wherever he is like that is like the dream right like you built an audience as like a creator and then you were then able to go on and build a business and 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 continue to grow that and hire people like that's amazing. And I think one of the things that hinders people when they first start is trying to figure out like, yo, like what is my niche? Like who do I service? And I know when you first started, you're creating beard content. And so naturally it's like, okay, dang. So I know I'm like targeting men, but I am curious, did you have to further define what your niche was beyond that? Or was it just, you know, men and that's it?
1: Yeah, no, that, that was my, I already, for me, it was like, Hey, listen, my goal, I had a goal. My goal was to um, impact 3 million men around the world, mm-hmm. you know? So I, that was my goal. So once I uh, started, it made it that much easier to to hone in and focus. It was this book called, um, uh, it's called uh, The One Thing by Gary Keller, I believe is his last name, but, it's, but the book is called One Thing. That book changed my life because up until that point, and my mom always jokes about this. She said every week you was calling me, and it was it was always something. So I would pick. She said every time she picked up the phone, she'd be like, "All right, what's new? What's right, next?" Right. Because every week it was just something I was into. I was excited about. I was, um, but I was, you know. But that that's what it became. And when um, and I read this book, and and it just said you need to. It's like you just need to focus on one thing. Mm-hmm. You focus and you give your energy to that one thing, uh, you will be able to get a whole lot further than if you are focusing on multiple things at the same time wow. uh, the the mind can only uh f- the, the mind can only hold one thought at a time wow it can't, it can't hold two thoughts at the same time it can only hold one thought at the, at at one time and so when i read that book the, that that one thing like literally like that's when my life that's when things changed. the whole everything changed, and that's when i was like you know what i'm gonna focus on beards I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to know every little thing about beards, how it grows out the follicle. Matter of fact, how does it start when you're in your, 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 your mother's stomach? So I started Mm. to study, uh, I started to study it from that particular perspective. And, um, and I learned so much about, (laughs) about just hair, skin, the follicle, organs, how they play a part, uh, minerals and vitamins. I started to just, and what that did, that helped because that gave me more things to talk about. Yeah. Uh, and then it also gave me more, um, I had more perspective. I had, right. I, had, I, had, I had more perspective. So it gave me a, a great deal of perspective. So yeah, man, it, it's just, you know, it's one of those things where for me, I always wanted to focus on, um, I set out to say, hey, this is what I'm going to focus on. This is my goal. and um, And that's what I did
0: yeah focused on um, a black men's beard. I love that Yo, I, I um, don't hold me to this. I think my dates might be a little off, but i I think in 2020, I saw an article that came out that said your brand in 2019 became a million dollar brand or you, you crossed the million dollar mark from a revenue sure. perspective, um, which that is like amazing, and I think the percentage of businesses that get to do that is is really, really small. How did you decide that like yo I'm a content creator? And I want to start creating my own products and formalize this business. Mm-hmm. Man,
1: that's it's thank you. Um, but and no, but but thank you. And you know, the question, that's a really great question because now what you see, you what what now you're starting to see more creators now they're starting to get into create their own business and create these other streams. Of income, like now they're starting to do it. But before then, they that's that wasn't a, po- a popular thing amongst creators. Right. But for me, all, for me, it how it all was organic. So you know, one, I've always been an entrepreneur. You know, uh, for as long as I can remember, I had the uh, you know I was in a, in, a, in, a, in a, had the ability to actually go out and and create value in exchange um, for a dollar, and and so when I started to get into this, uh, this beard niche, um, for me, I was just like, man, I just wanted to educate. That's it. I just yeah. want to educate. That's it. I just want to educate. And I want, I want to be the best edu- beard educator out there. That's it. I just want to be, be the best beard educator. Cause I knew if I can become the best beard educator and I can get to that goal of, of 3 million by way of, Hey, if I can talk to this 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 guy he's gonna if they have children they can talk to their children and it kind of it would create this um, it would create some tradition uh, right. in a sense where they're able to pass down these these tips and things sure. of that nature so in my mind that's how I was going to get there yeah um, but then the guys was kind of asking me about products you know because I was doing product reviews and um, they were like okay is there any any other brands out there so I was like and so I started researching I'm like man this is a whole uh community of these brands they have beer products beard oils and bombs I'm like I don't know nothing about this but mm. of course they don't because they're in this community yeah the prop the, the companies these companies are over here and and so and they were on instagram at the time so what i did i was like hey well then let me be the bridge and i was going to create i was creating a marketplace and um i was creating a marketplace and then i was like you know what now they call it drop shipping, but at the t- time it wasn't called drop shipping. So I took all these these Black-owned brands. I said, hey, let me bring these Black-owned brands onto this platform and I would be the bridge between the community. I'll bring them in the community and, and the products. And that's, and that's essentially what I did. And I was like, at the time, I think I was just taking like, I think 10 to 12% mm. from every sale, which was nothing at all. Yeah. But I already knew in my mind, the objective was not to uh, make a lot of money initially. The objective was to build a level of trust, build value, build relationships, uh, and um create something where I where it's like, okay, if I can, um, if this can work on this scale, then maybe it can work on the next le- uh the next le- uh, level. Uh and so I and so from there, I'm getting 10%. They get they taking home 80, 90%. I'm doing all the work.
0: Right it's, not, right, it's
1: nothing. You know, this is not. You know, to say that they, uh, you know, um, that was me doing. It. I made that decision. Right. I made the choice to to take that direction to negotiate those deals and things of that nature. I made that decision for you know the reasons that I, I, I just shared. Um, but but what happened was they had one. is one company. I'm not going to name the company, but they called me one day. It was like, hey, like, what are you doing? You're selling more products on your website than we are in our store. Wow. And when they when they told me that, and I, you know, I saw, I can see the numbers on the back end. And when they, when they were sharing that with me, um, I didn't know, I couldn't see their numbers from their store, but I can see what's going on in my store. So when they said that, I was like, oh, okay. So we really on, we we're heading in the right direction. You know, you get right. these. You get these uh, signals along your journey to say you're heading you're heading in the right direction, and you need those signals. I think right. it's important, and that was a signal to let me know, okay, you're heading in the right direction with this. And so it went from, you know, just creating this uh, this marketplace, you know, to creating going into my uh, creating starting my own business. But again, man, I, I was just really listening to the community. The community. Mm. I wouldn't have started the marketplace if the community wasn't asking me about other products and brands. Uh, and then I wouldn't have got into our brand if the community did not want a uh, a uh, a a level of uh customer uh, they a uh, customer service yeah. um that they felt it was appropriate so that's how i kind of that's how i got into uh creating my own brand so man um it's a story it's a it's a long story but at, at the same time um it's been an exciting journey but yeah me getting into uh starting my own you know uh, commerce e commerce um yeah. And that, that was, that was definitely the best decision I had, I had made at that particular time.
0: Yeah. yo, you know, sometimes I feel like when people are starting their thing, they're starting their business, their creator journey, whatever it may the, like their lane may be, it kind of feels like, yo, I'm starting. So I really have to go hard at this. I'm doing it yeah. every day. I'm doing it, whatever it may be. You know, I, I, I like to parallel it to like rappers. Like you might hear Kanye when he was like, yo, I was doing like five beats a day every single day. And then at some point they like make it. And it's kind of like, yo, I need to like, reverse this because now maybe like spending time with my family is more important or maybe I I want more balance. right? Um, Right. And I think the same applies to like being a startup or starting a company where it kind of feels like I'm starting. So I really need to like go hard at this, but then maybe there's a certain point where you feel like, okay, like I can, I can, I can not chill a little more, but do you feel like you're at that point? Like, do you feel like, how do you view sort of like balancing kind of like your business, your creator journey with your sort of like, some of the values of everyday life, like spending time with your family and so on and so forth?
1: Man, that's a really great question because I think there is a there's there is a struggle between creator and um, operating a business. There is a struggle. Uh, as uh, Thomas Sowell would say, there's no solutions, there's only trade-offs. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be trading things off. Every single day, you're trading things off. If the business needs a little bit more uh attention then you're trading off the opportunity to create right to educate um from that standpoint um and so those always those particular trade offs and i think that um one of the things that what i would say with creators i have a business partner right i have a i have a, I'm, i have a business partner uh, joe and uh that has very that's that has helped tremendously tremendously he's been a a huge a huge huge part of this particular journey that I've been on uh, this part of the journey I've been on. And I think that that has helped out a ton because you have somebody there who could um, pick up a lot of the slack that you may not be able to pick up. Because when I was, when I was doing the marketplace and creator at the same time, it was like mayhem in the house. It was mayhem because, you know, um, is that's what happens when you're trying to do two things at the same time that requires a great deal of your time and your attention, and they're they're all important. You got to create because this is going to feed into the business, right? But you got to have the business because your community they want some a place that they can go that's going to help serve their needs. Yeah, uh, so, but you got to continue to create uh, content because you want to build more awareness about about this. Right. So there's always this this pull, right? Um, you know, and I would, I would, I would right now where I'm at at this particular time. And it's it's, it's and that's why I said, it's interesting that you asked this particular question because it's been a struggle. It's really been a struggle up to this point as a creator, because I'm a creator first. Mm. And, and that is the the most, that is the, the, that is the, the toughest thing these past couple of years has been the, 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 the challenge because it's like, it's like, it it would be as if Kobe, Kobe Bryant, right, in his yep. prime goes into the front office and now he's looking at the game. You yep. know, he, he still he playing, he's playing and he's in the front office, but right. you know, some games he's not gonna be able to play because he gotta be in the front office, and sometimes he gotta, but when it's like he's in the front office and it's like a game where the Lakers are like
0: yeah close.
1: It's five points. They down at the wire, two minutes to go. Right. And he's like, oh, man, I got it. But he can't get in the game. You just right. can't just jump. In you, just, you just can't jump in the game. <laughs> you know, it just works like that. Right. Right. And it's the he, I, he he would have a struggle, internal struggle, because he understands the impact that he can, you know, he would have on that game. He's like, I know I can impact the game in that level, uh, you know, on that particular level. And sometimes it's like that where you're looking and you know how how you can impact. But because you're going through this growth. You're going through a growth process, right? As we just talked about growing, yeah. and things are changing, in, in the midst, and there's, there's level, there's this discomforts. Now there's a level of discomfort, and you have to adjust mentally uh, to what's going on, and you have to keep the bigger picture in front of you at all times. Because if not, you can get lost in the, you can get lost in this this battle between creator entrepreneurship, creator entrepreneurship, creator entrepreneur, and, I, and I'm full time. Right. So it's like it's, it's a it's a it's a it's a, it, the the risk is high. There's a high there's, the risk is that much higher because this, you know, it has to go work. If it doesn't right. work, then I, I'm i going back to square one, which is OK. But at the end of the day, I'm there's a <laughs> lot on the line. There's a lot on the line. <laughs> right. And so that so when you have a when you have a, that situation going on at the same time, it can be very, very challenging to uh to balance and do and do both. And so I would t- share with any creator who wants to go in that particular space, I would say this. Um one, find a business partner that is in alignment with your vision. Mm. Right? Find a business partner who someone who can say, "Hey, you know what? You can operate the business. I just I I I'll, I'll be the I'll be the star of the show." And then, you know, you can operate the business and we can all grow. Right. We can all right. grow. Uh, I think that you you definitely got to get to that point, because if not, um, ego can get into it, can get in the way. Right. You know, so for anybody out there, you know, if you're getting into that in, into that space or you're thinking about getting into your business, into a business as a creator, find somebody who can operate the business because operating and creative are totally two different things. And um, and if you could stay in a, in your space of being a creator, do what you really do, what you're special at and that in your business partner can operate and do what they're special at. Oh, man, you can you can you can impact the world tremendously. So that's the first thing that I would recommend any creator do, because um, um, you're going to have to make a decision. Do you want to be an operator? Or do you want to be a creator? Yeah. And um, and that is a decision that you want to think about fairly closely because if not, then you're going to find yourself struggling through that particular process until, um, until you get to a point where you just like, Hey, you know what? I have to make a decision. I have to draw a line, a line in the sand and be okay with um, whatever just d- direction you want to go. But um, yeah, man, it's it's, a, it's definitely been a challenge for me as a creator and as well as an operator, because, it, you know, we have 10, we have 10 employees now. So now I'm wow. managing people on top of that. Yeah. And, then I got to create on top of that. And, and then I have my son family, right. right? Talked about, then you got, got. I got to spend family time. I got to have time to myself. Right. Um, And then, you you know, these are things that you have to take into consideration so you can maintain a level of insanity. I mean, uh, sanity and a level just just, just staying level headed and staying as balanced as you possibly can Um, is very important to make, to ensure that you carve out and you say no to a lot of things and you begin to create boundaries uh, around uh, yourself to say, hey, you know what, these are the things, this is where I'm going to put a a percentage in this, I'm going to put a percentage in this, a percentage in this, because um, I had to get to a point to where, you know, me and my business partner, we had a heart to heart. It was like, hey, you know, I want to, you know, really just be full time creating Right. And uh, I want to go on that. You know, really go back to being this one hundred percent full time creating. And I think that um, those are some those are some of the things that we all, as you get into this space as a creator and as a business owner, um, you're you're faced with. Uh, how do you outbalance balance all these activities going on at the same time? Right. And uh, and the risk is high, man. It's 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 a, it's a high risk uh, journey, but at the same time, it's an enjoyable journey.
0: Yeah. Yo, I, I can imagine. And I love how you broke that down and shout out to Joe. I know he's a, a beast with the, the business stuff. He's awesome. Absolutely. Um, I, I have one more question for you. And I think your last a- answer may answer this a little bit, but I have a friend named Mentali, shout out to Mentali, who's thinking about starting an e-commerce business. And I'm convinced that he's going to succeed, but he's still early on in his, you know, e-com journey. What advice would you have for him as just like someone starting out?
1: Man, if you're starting, if you're starting out, I would say focus on one thing, you know. Because um, once you start off, when you start in your business, the world a whole a world opens up to you, and it's like, oh, I can do all these things, like the kid in the candy store. Right. Hey, listen, uh, somebody told me they said, um, you can do anything, but you can't do everything. Mm. You know, you can do anything, but you just can't do everything. And I think that for a person who's starting off. I would say focus on that one thing. Focus on that one product. Whatever your strength is, focus on that and double down, triple down on that, whatever that may be, because yeah. that is going to take you from point one to point two, three, and so on and so forth. And whatever that special sauce is, do not change the sauce. People get fancy; they start changing things up, and no, do not change the sauce if. If the reason why people come here because we got the best spaghetti, don't change the, the, your, your spaghetti So This is what right. people come. That's this is why this is the word of mouth, and all. Right. You know, I don't. You know, all of a sudden now you start changing it up. No, don't do that. Stick with what why people love and enjoy you and what you do, and that's what I would say as a as a, a e commerce. I mean, I would definitely want to know a little bit more details about the business. I can get a little bit more detail than that, but I think that. Sometimes I see entrepreneurs; they're trying to do uh, uh, multiple things at the same time, but they. But but in this business, it's like having a it's your child. Mm. It's a baby. It's it's your child. So, as if you have a child, if this is your your child, it demands so much attention. It requires so much from you. Uh, You have to make decisions about um, holidays. You have to make decisions about. Friends, You have to, you know, in terms of going out when you go out and yeah. hang out, things of that nature. And you have to make decisions on where you're, especially in the beginning, you know, um, your business truly, truly needs uh, every bit of every ounce of your sweat, blood and tears, if you, you know, if you will. And so if you're not um, focused on that, that thing that your special sauce then it's easy to, it's e- I saw people do it, you know, during 2020, a lot of people start changing up their sauce and I understand mm-hmm. why they did it, but now we're in 2022 and, and the game has changed. Right. And, um, and so I think that those who are more consistent, uh, have been consistent will uh, prevail this, uh, this new decade. And those who have not, um, it's going to be a, uh, a truly uphill battle for, uh, for them and their business.
0: You know, I really appreciate that, man. And thank you so much for being here to everyone listening. You can support Brandon's business at EvanAlexanderGrooming.com and I'll link that in the show notes. I really appreciate you being here, man.
1: Man, anytime, man. This is great, man. This is fun, man. I, I could have gone on another 30 minutes.
0: It was so great having brandon as a guest Uh, and again thank you so much for listening to this episode i really 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 appreciate it if you don't follow me on instagram you need to head over there because i do host i have like a secret group if you check out my instagram profile right in my bio you'll see a link that says start here And basically, I have access to Instagram's new tool called Broadcast. And so I'm basically able to ask you questions. I'm able to communicate with you. It's been a great way just for me to share things that are happening and get real-time feedback from you about what you'd like to see more of from me. So thank you so much for being here. Have an amazing week. And until next time, peace.